You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. 20 minutes after 9, uh, South African time. It's a beautiful night. It's a beautiful evening. And of course, uh, Molana Salim Karima, our beloved senior, respected Fabila Tulustad. He is in Durban currently. Uh, I don't know where in Durban, but he is in Durban. And uh, I assume he is definitely enjoying uh, the view and the scenery there in Durban. I don't know how the weather is, but of course, I was telling him earlier on that this evening we're going to give the platform to the listeners of uh, Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Somebody says, Ya Mulana Salim Ustad, from the day I was introduced to Merkaz Sahaba, I am hooked to the station. My favorite program is the morning show. And of course, the beautiful Nasheed and Q&A and Malana Salim Karim's advice and du'as. Malana Hatia's programs are awesome when he speaks to Haji Abu Yusuf, who is never short of an answer and who plays the most beautiful Nasheed in the morning. To listen to Malana Hatia in the morning is awesome. And I take head, my head off to him. He's so vibrant. So early in the morning, cherry on the top is shining stars and Malana Salim. Karim show on Thursdays, the discussion. And when he finishes the show with his jokes, so lighthearted. Sister Razia, uh, Muhammad from Overport, I could go on and on and on, but I will stop now. Ustad, it's a beautiful evening. It's a beautiful night. Today, tonight is the 29th of Dhul Hijjah. The year of 1443 has come to an end. What advice is our beloved Fadila Tulu Stadi is going to hand over to the platform to our beloved listeners of Merkaz Sahaba. Some of them, Ustad, they had a very, very tough year. Some of them went through a divorce. Some of them uh, lost their very close ones. Some of them lost their business. Some of them uh, are sad. Some of them end up in a car accident. Some of them got married. Some of them are in Iddat. My beloved Fabila to start. The year went on and on and on. And now we have come to the final, the 29th of Dhul Hijjah. Welcome to the discussion, Ustad. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Mulana ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you and our esteemed listeners and the entire team of Malkas Sahaba, right from the top to the bottom. Nurun ala nur. May Allah Ta'ala take the radio station from strength to strength and may Allah give us tawfiq that we carry out the masnoon amals and nasihat given by Hazrat Mufti Sahib, ourselves and all the presenters of Marqa Sahaba. It is Allah, His Fazl, His mm. Grace. وَتُعِزُّ مَنْ تَشَاءُ وَتُذِلُّ مَنْ تَشَاءُ بِيَدِكَ الْخَيْرِ Allah Rabbul Alameen Whatu man tasha. Whoever wishes, Allah honors him Whatu man tasha. And whoever Allah wishes to disgrace, it's Allah Rabbul Alameen's prerogative. See, verily Allah has power over everything. So yes, we had a beautiful journey starting from last year, Muharram. And we have a day or two left of the last month on the Islamic calendar. We just went through Qurbani, great sacrifice, great lessons, how families should live together, how they should love each other, how they should mm. create an atmosphere of love, deen, taqwa, muhabbat, caring, respecting, sharing. Mm. For the next yeah, we don't know whether we are going to be alive or not. 
But the one resolution that you must take and make dua to Allah for, Ki Allah grant me husni khatima. Allah, whatever I have done, it is up to you Allah Ta'ala forgives whoever he desires Ameen. and wishes and he punishes whoever he wishes. Inna Allah ala kulli shayin qadir, as I said earlier on, Allah has power over everything. So the, quest, big, the big question here is, Mulana, how do we go forward with our life? Are we going to be the same individuals that we were in the last year. Don't we want to see change in our lives, Malana? So much of tragedies we went through in the last two years. The amount of death. That is why Hadrat Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani Rahmatullahi gave this beautiful advice. Mot ki waqt Muhammadi bano or pedaish ki waqt Muhammadi bano. And both circumstances, whether it's sadness, grief, or happiness and joy, Hamesha Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Kaho. Always praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, Hazrat Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani Rahmatullahi said, Paydaish ki waqt Muhammadi banu. When a baby is born, the baby is screaming. It's a good reason or a good question to ask, why does the baby scream? Because Satan comes immediately to start his fitna, and he pinches the baby. Mm. That is why azan should be given immediately. The baby should be cleaned and wiped. Azan should be given. Iqama in the left ear. Dua by a pious person. Tahnik by a pious person. Because when you came into this dunya, you were crying. The parents, the grandparents, the family were all rejoicing. Mubarak ho aapko. Or, maut ki waqt Muhammadi bano. Which meant, meant that when you are leaving this dunya, you have a smile on your face. And everyone else is crying. So, a shama, shama means a flame. Tumari umre tabi ekarat ki hai. When you burn a candle, it lasts for a night. Mm-hmm. That flame or that glow, or glow, you want to call it, is just sufficient for one night. So, your life too is temporary, short. So, a your span is just for one night. It's left up to you. Haskar guzardo ya rokar guzardo. You can enjoy, rejoice, and have fun and party away, or you can cry and solve in forgiveness to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. The choice is yours. So. The choice is ours, Mulana. If we are not going to change, Allah is not going to change us. In Allah, Allah yughayyiru So the big question, Mulana, is what changes am I prepared to make to make my iman stronger, my love for Rasulullah more and more 
the love for the Sahaba and Kiram, the love for the Sunnah, and to uphold the Sharia and be true representatives and ambassadors of Islam. Irrespective of which part of the world you go to, first and foremost, I'm a Muslim, I'm a Mu'min, I'm a reciter of La ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah. So yes, that's, that's the little introduction. As you said, that a lot of people went through tragedies. So I was mm. just trying to reassure us mm. that whether it's tragedy, whether it's happiness, khushi ke din aate hai, days of happiness comes, lekin khushi nahi hoti hai. But we really don't experience and feel the happiness. Something is missing. And that what is missing is muhabbati ilahi, love for Allah and love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Yes, a lot of hajis came back. Qubila hajjak, may Allah accept their hajj. Qafara zambak, may Allah forgive their gunas. And may Allah Ta'ala increase their rosy and risk and replace whatever they spent. So on a on a light note, Mulana, a person comes back from Hajj. His wife didn't accompany him, he went himself. So when he came back, his wife noticed there's a big change. Before going for her, she used to call her my love, my darling, my honey. Ah. You are my moon, chand ho, tum sitare ho, tum taj mahal ho, sab kuch ho, darling. How is it that now after her, you're not calling me? Mm. Those names, what is the reason for that? Before her, mashallah, you called me such beautiful names. Subhanallah. And now you're not calling me any of those names. Kya ho gaya? So he gave this beautiful answer. You know, I came back from Hajj. I don't like to speak lies. <laughs> I don't He's like honest. To... He's honest to start. <laughs> <laughs> Let us be sincere. You know, always adore your wife. Keep some beautiful names for her. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Gave Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala such a beautiful name, Ya Muhumaira. Allahu Akbar. What a meaning of Humaira, rosy cheeks. And you are fair complexion, then you blush. A hobi hoti, a hobsurati hoti, a mulana. So Rasulullah kept a pet name for Hazrat Aisha. One is Ya Aish. Yeah. One is Ya Humaira, Ya Habiba. So if you want, inshallah. To increase love and muhabbat between yourselves, and one of it mm. is to exchange gifts. Now you see, Muharram is coming. Muharram, Mubarak, will be buying gifts. All that has got nothing to do with the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. The greatest fazilat the month of Muharram is that we have to take great lessons that the family of Rasulullah had made such great sacrifice to uphold justice and equality and stand up for what is haq and fight batil and evil. That's the greatest lesson. Islam, zinda hudai har karbala ki baat. 
after a struggle, after war, alhamdulillah, Islam is always victorious. So, short and brief, Molana, my first nasihat is join ties, make ties, mend ties mm. with your wife and your children. This is the first priority that my humble request to all our listenership. Oh, now we have a lot of arguments with our wives, we have a lot of fights with them. Never mind, Allah Ta'ala will grant you Ajri Azim, even if you are on Haq. Insha'Allah, for the pleasure of Allah, forgive her. Look at all the positive things she has in her. Her contribution, her efforts, her sacrifice, her qurbani. Overlook it. Just for the one, two mistakes that she made, do you have to condemn her, divorce her, beat her up? No. There are many other beautiful qualities Allah has given to her. Admire those, appreciate that. So, inshallah, may Allah Ta'ala give us something. If we are not talking to our husbands mm. and our wives today, right now, after we finish this program, you go to her, hold her hands. Gee, mm. the hadith of Rasulullah, when I'm quoting your hadith, it's a very serious hadith. The, the mafum of the hadith, the conclusion of the hadith is, Rasulullah said, the shuhada, siddiqeen, anbiya, all will go into Jannah. Mm. Rasulullah asked the Sahaba Ikram, do you know which woman is going to go to Jannah? Mm. So this is your Rasulullah, you know best. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah will grant Jannah to those to that wife with whom the husband is upset, naraz, or she's upset with him for some reason or the other. Healthy arguments is nice, Mulana. If there's no fight in the marriage, there's no fun. Somebody wrote very nice, root jana, to get upset. She used to also get upset with Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And I'm going to come to that incident now. Or maaf karna Rasulullah ki sunnah the wife makes a mistake, forgive her. The sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Allah give us tawfiq. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, do you know which woman is going to go to Jannah? Sahaba Ikiram said, ya Rasulullah, you know best. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam further explained and said, that Allah shall give Jannah to that woman with whom the husband is naraz or she is upset with him. But she goes up to him and holds his hand and begs him. She for Allah sake, Mujhe maaf kar do, otherwise I'm not going to sleep tonight. How many husbands and wives passed away fighting two hours before Fajr Namaz and the husband gets a heart attack, he's gone. You had no time to ask for forgiveness. You had no time to make peace. The rest of your life, You'll regret those decisions. So, jaldi say, Utho, get up, pick up that phone. If your husband is not there in another town working, jau, mafi mangoi. It's a night of forgiveness today. Allah ta'ala, Allah is most merciful. Forgive each other for the pleasure of Allah. Thank each other for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This should be one of the most important resolutions in your life on a daily basis. 
So, Ji Mulana, that is where I think my opening statement is. Okay, just for the pleasure of Allah, ek dutro ko maaf karte ho. Just forgive each other for the pleasure of Allah. Mm. Ustad, uh, we're coming, of course, uh, to the new beginning year, inshallah, 1444. I see there is one or two listeners from Kimberley asking, please ask Mulana Salim Karim about giving gifts uh, in the month of Muharram. What gifts should we give? Uh, and should, is it a sunnah? Did Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam also give gifts? And what's the use giving gifts in the month of Muharram when uh, your husband is not sincere? Uh, to the wife, Ustad. No use come and putting flowers on my grave when I'm dead. Sure. Hmm. You want to give me flowers, give me when I'm alive. You know, you say, when a person passes away, you bring bouquets of flowers. You say, See, if you appreciated the person, you loved the person, see, Alhamdulillah, for the pleasure of Allah, you gave them a gift. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, exchange gifts with each other. Allah will increase love and muhabbat. Mm. But all that must be based in accordance to the Quran and Sunnah. And if you go back to the authentic hadiths of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there is no mention that Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on the day of Ashura gave gifts to his wives and daughters and family members. What Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said is a hadith the narrator of this hadith is weak, and Muftisar will explain also, inshallah. But on the point of fazilat, that whoever spends on his family on the day of Ashura, Allah Ta'ala will grant them barakah and lots of risk and wealth throughout the year. That's the hadith of the Prophet So it is not a sunnah, as I said to you, Yes, what is preferable, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, as I said, this hadith is weak in its narration. Inshallah, there's a lot of discussion on it, but we'll take it on the purpose of virtue and a reward, inshallah, that whoever spends on his family on the day of Ashura, and this is what is mentioned in the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah ta'ala will give them lots of barakah throughout the year. Mm. People go out of their way to buy gifts like how the, the Christians now. Well, you see at Christmas time, each one goes and buys the gift and they come by the Christmas tree and they start opening their gifts. This has got nothing to do. Alhamdulillah, if you really want to give a gift to your to any one of your families, the best gift you can give them is salam and dua. One. The best gift that you can give to anybody is akhlaqi hasana. Good manners good character. That's a good gift you want to give. So coming back to the matla, there's grace of to fast on the 9th and 10th or the 10th and 11th of Muharram because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam because they found the Jews were fasting on that day and Rasulullah asked them and remember before Allah Ta'ala made the fasting of Ramadan first, the fasting on the day of Ashura was first. But then, when Allah Ta'ala revealed the beautiful ayat, فَمَنْ شَهِدَ مِنْكُمْ وَالشَّهْرَ فَلْيَسُمْ Allah Ta'ala made the fasting in the month of Ramadan compulsory and farz, obligatory, then fasting on the 10th of Muharram became optional. And Hudu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam responded when the Jews were asked, why do they fast? They said, 
on the 10th of Muharram, Ashura Day, Allah Pak gave Hazrat Musa والسلام, safety and Allah Ta'ala made it easy for Hazrat Musa والسلام. So in thanksgiving, we keep Rosa. So Rasulullah responded and said, Nahnu ahakku bi Musa. We are more closer to Hazrat Musa والسلام, in every aspect. So inshallah, if I'm loving, Insha'Allah, we shall keep Rosa on the 9th and 10th because we must oppose the Jews in every aspect. Ya ayyuhalladina amanu la taktafinu al-Yahuda wa al-Nasara awliya. Or you believe, don't take the Christians and Jews as your friend. Khaliful Yahud. Oppose them. So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, they fast only on the 10th of Asura. We will fast, Insha'Allah. On the 9th and 10th or the 10th and 11th. Mm. So those are the two important things. It's not a sunnah like how we go out of our way to go and buy gifts and exchange gifts. Mm. No. This is not the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Yes, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, spend generously and feed your, cho- your children and your family on the day of Ashura. Inshallah, with the barakat of that, Allah ta'ala will give you a lot of risk and barakah in your rosy. So that's the Masala Marana. The important thing is the Rosa, inshallah, and the great lessons that we shall take from the Karbala incident and tragedy. And Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq to love the family of Rasulullah. Rasulullah loved his two grandsons, Hassan and Hussein. And he said, wal Hassan wal Hussein They'll be the leaders of Jannah. And whoever loves my two grandsons, I love them. And those who hate them will hate me also. And I hate them also. <laughs> so, Allah, Allah, fear Sahabi, la tattaghidu mugharadam bin baati. Fear Allah, fear Allah when it comes to my Sahaba. So the month of Muharram actually is to speak about the Ahli Bayt, the family of Rasulullah, the daughters of Rasulullah, the wives of Rasulullah, the uncles of Rasulullah. What commitment, what sacrifice Rasulullah made for his family and Rasulullah's family for the entire world that we cannot thank. That's why whenever we read Durud Ibrahim wa ala Ali Muhammad, Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala Ali Muhammad, we always make dua for the family of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Jimana. Ustad, uh, we've got about uh, 15 minutes uh, left, inshallah. Uh, maybe perhaps Ustad could give some uh, advice, you know, that uh, how should we make our 1444 year uh, prosperous? I see somebody says here that uh, uh, I regret going to 1444 because it's the same thing going to happen to me what happened the year 1443. So maybe Ustad, uh, we've got a guna, we've got a bad adat, a bad habit. How do we come out of it? Because now we're going into 1444. And how do we make 1444 uh, 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 a year what barakah in khair? Ustad. But Allah Ta'ala is giving us assurance. Allah is giving us hope. Ya Rasulullah, say to my servants, Allah Pak is still considering us as his banda, as his servant. What a beautiful title Allah Pak can give to you and me. That Allah is still calling us with all our gunas, with all our mistakes, all our shortcomings. Allah Pak is saying, Kul ya, ya Rasulullah, say to my servants, Allah Akbar, 
What does that say? How Rahim, how Kareem is Allah Rabbul Alim? And what is Allah <laughs> saying? That person is saying that, you know, I got no hope in the now 1443 or 1444 is going to be the same. When you have such a negative thoughts about Allah Ta'ala, then obviously negative things will happen to you, Murana. If you think positively, Allah Pak says, you take one step towards me, I'll take ten steps. You walk to me, I'll run towards you. Allah Akbar. Allah Pak says, I'm according to the thinking of my banda. How can a person make that statement? He must make tawbah and ask Allah for forgiveness. Because we have made mistakes. Now, Allah Pak is so rahim and kareem. Allah Pak is saying, in the Quran, La taqnatu min rahmatillah. Don't give up hope on the mercy of Allah. Inna Allah yaghfiru dhunuba jami'a. Allah will forgive all your kabiras and satira kunas. Don't make dua to Allah with a heart that is careless. Some of us, we don't even know the adab of dua. You make dua, face the Qibla. Start your dua with Duru Sharif. Repeat the duas three times. Cry to Allah, Girgirakar, Mafima, going to sujood, sit on that musalla, wet that musalla with your tears. Rabbul Alameen, I'm not raising my head until I'm forgiven. Mm. So, for that brother to say that I don't look forward to 1443 or 1444, this is very negative thought. Make mm. and ask Allah for forgiveness. If you are going through some difficulties, Insha'Allah, you make sabr, make istighfar. فَقُلْتُ اسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ إِنَّهُ كَانَ غُفَّارًا Allah Pak is saying, say to my servants, make istighfar. Mm. And Allah Ta'ala says, what's the reward? وَيُمْدِدْكُمْ بِأَمْوَالِ وَبَنِينَ Allah will increase your wealth and Allah will increase your children. So, subhanAllah, أَتَّعِبُ مِنَ زَمْبِكَ مَنْ لَا زَمْبَلَا A person who makes tawbah sincerely is as if he has never committed that guna. Mm. Allah Pak wipes out that whole record of his. I mean, the five stars don't know what they wrote. The books of records is all clean, deleted. As long as you made tawbah sincerely. And Allah Pak says, Ataibu Habibullah, person who makes tawbah is Allah's beloved. So those are these were friends. Don't think negative in your life. Always be positive. See? You fear Allah, Allah will open the doors of ease for you. You see, we are negative, and that's why we feel that we are disconnected from Allah. Whenever you feel disconnected from Allah, always think and ponder who took a step back. It's us. Allah says, My banda, ask me, and I'll give it to you. And whatever you ask, even more than that, Allah gives you. Allah Ta'ala said, Jab mangu to behisab mangu. When you cry to Allah in your du'as, ask Allah abundantly. Don't restrict your du'a. So my nasihat to the brother, please make tawbah and istighfar and withdraw that statement. Mm. Be positive, inshallah. Sit in the company of the ulama. Whoever has harmed you, inshallah, forgive them. Inshallah, build on your akhlaq. Build in your trust. 
and never give up hope on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Amin, 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 summa amin. And then another question coming in, Ustad, that uh, um, they're asking Mulana Salim Karim if you could give some uh, golden words of advice to our young uh, daughters, Ustad, who will be going into the year 1444. First and foremost, Allah Pak says in the Quran, Allah Pak says, if the first child, Nabi Karim said, if your firstborn child is a daughter, it's a sign of mercy from Allah. She comes with her own risk and rosy. Rasulullah said, Allah Pak made me a father of daughters and I love my daughters. We all want sons. Yes, we want our generation and progeny to go forward. And obviously it goes with the male child. But together with it, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah Pak granted me four daughters and I love them. A daughter will be a shield from the fire of Jahannam for the parents. And the greatest joy for a father, alhamdulillah, is when you keep a good name for your child. She is educated Islamically, and when she reaches a marriageable age, you get her married. As one shayad said, you know, when parents get their daughters married, it's a very, very beautiful journey from birth till the day she gets married. I have seen one or two fathers cry as I performed the nikah. They just sobbed and sobbed till the nikah was done. Because they loved their daughters so much. Everything is their father. So, look after our daughters, and especially when it comes to their marriages. We were talking about nikah and hijab this mm. morning, I think, right now. And if we are going to leave our children free to dress as they want, go where they want, do what they want, and we throw out Islam and modesty from our homes, then we are going to cry tears of blood on the day of Qiyamah, because Allah is going to hold you and me accountable. So if we have daughters, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whoever Allah has given two daughters, and they keep a good name, give them education. Mm and get them married, Allah Ta'ala will grant them Jannatul Firdaus. So one Sahabi said, what about three daughters? Some of us have got five daughters, some of us have got six daughters, some of us have got seven daughters. SubhanAllah, Rahmat from Allah. As long as you are happy with Allah's decision. See, it's not the wife's fault that if she's giving birth only to daughters. This is Allah Ta'ala's wisdom. Inna Allah indahu ilmu sa'a. Five things knowledge only Allah has. Number one, where it's going to rain, how much is going to rain, which area is going to rain. You will be in Durban, it will be raining in Westworld, but inshallah, some other place in Durban, it is clear sunshine. Allah knows exactly in the womb of the mother, that child that is there, whether the child is going to be naked, pious, or unpious. So, daughters never ever feel insecure. The smile that you must have must be equal to the smile that you have when Allah blesses you with the son. So, treat your daughters 
with great respect. The greatest gift that a father and mother can give to their daughters is sharam, haya, and modesty. And one shair, I think, uh, Ravi Bastawi, a shair, he was saying that just ghar chor kar parai chali gai. The day when the bride is leaving home, Murana in the olden days, they used to give her the Quran. And I was saying this in one of my talks, Murana, that in the olden days, it was a beautiful gift for a girl in calligraphy. They used to write the whole Quran themselves. And up till now, I think, I think girls write better than us. They, they're writing it. They take great pride in their writing, in their painting, or whatever artwork they do. Allah has given them that same mizaj in the beard. Mm. So in the olden days, Mulana, it was like a norm. It was like such a great honor. For once the girl became Balir, she would start writing her Quran from Surah Fatiha. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahirrahmanirrahim. She used to write her whole Quran herself. Till one nas min al-jinnati one nas. And the day when she's going, her parents would say, Betty, you wrote this Quran, of is Quran par amal karo. Practice on this Quran. So, when we invest in our daughters, so this shayar is saying, jis din se paraya chali gai. From the day my daughter leaves my house and she goes, Ji, umar bhar ki kamai chali gai. My whole life investment is gone. In just one word, nakah tuha, wakabil tuha. Your 25 years or 26 years or 23 years or 18 years of investment in your daughter in split second, in five seconds is gone. Umar bhar ki kamai chali gai. All that you invested in her education, in her talim, in her tarbiyat, one word, and she's gone. So to have daughters and sons at home is a big ni'mat. Greater worry is Allah Ta'ala give our daughters good spouses. Rabbi, learn this dua. Rabbi, yassir li jaleesan salih. Allah, give me a good path. Big dua. Get up at tahajjud time. Parents, cry for your children. Allah save their iman and Allah Ta'ala give them good spouses. Because the husband is the only one that will be able to protect her iman. When there's a mahol of deen, when there's a mahol of Quran and zikr in that home, inshallah, Allah's nusrat and Allah's help to prevail. So, Murana, we end here. Mm-hmm. We'll hear from our listeners, as you were saying in the beginning, I'm not sure what their opinion is. Maybe they could give us some idea what else we can, inshallah, do to take Marqas Sahaba to great heights? Let's see what are their suggestions, inshallah. So inshallah, the management can look at it and say, okay, we need to better this program or we need to do extra onto this. We need to get more programs, more presenters, whatever it is. We'd like to hear their honest opinion. I see this uh, brother Hassan. He says, <laughs> maybe we should give you more time, uh, more time in the morning show start, uh, about an hour. How do we do that? <laughs> no, inshallah. Inshallah, nasihat. Simana nasihat is something that is brief, concise. And, you know, on a daily basis, sometimes, as Aisha radiallahu ta'ala said to all the khatibs of Medina, don't give too much of nasihat to people all the time. Because they won't be able to digest it. 
One is just, mashallah, he's saying we should give us extra time. Alhamdulillah, it's a good suggestion, but obviously programming, I mean, uh, whoever is in charge of programming, we have to be fair and give all the participants, you know, all those who are, uh, alhamdulillah, responsible for the programming, they know best the time slots and allocations. We have no problem with that. But yes, we love to have more time. It can make give us more benefit, inshallah. It can make the station better. And inshallah, Michael Sahaba even more stronger. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> that I think management can think about that, inshallah. <laughs> well, we're going to leave it there, inshallah. Uh, maybe uh, any uh, few words to all our uh, those people who have lost their very close ones who start because we are starting the year 1444. Uh, some people lost their sons, their daughters. I know my beloved brother and sister, you know, they're still going through a uh, tragic moment after losing their beloved son, Marhum Muhammad Suhail, 16 years old to start. And there are many, many listeners. We lost Sister Sakina Hussein, one of our big fans, diehard listeners of Marcus Saba. She passed away last week, Friday, uh, stage four cancer. So many, many people as well who started going into this year. Jew uh, stand. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina wa Nabiyyina wa Mawlana Muhammadin wa Barik wa Sallim. Allahumma fil hayyina wa mayitina wa shahidina wa ghalibina wa sabirina wa kabirina wa zakarina wa unsana. Allahumma man ahitahu minna fa ahihi al-Islam. ومن توفيته منا فتوفوا على الإيمان اللهم اغفرهم وارحمهم وسكنهم في الجنة اللهم اغفرهم وارحمهم وأكرمهم في الجنة اللهم اجعل قبرهم روضة من رياض الجنة اللهم حاسبهم حسابا يسيرا اللهم بارك لنا في الموت وفيما بعد الموت اللهم هون علينا سكرات الموت اللهم اغفر لي ولوالدي وللمؤمنين يوم يقوم الحساب اللهم اغفر أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم ارحم أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم تجاوز عن أمتي سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وامتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان وبحرمة القرآن وبحرمة النبي آخر الزمان يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم إنا نستعينك على طاعتك اللهم إنا نستعينك على طاعتك ربي يسر ولا تعسر وتمم بالخير سبحان ربك رب العزة أما يصفون uh, request for duas, inshallah. Have a beautiful weekend in Durban. Uh, remember us in your special duas, Ustad. Let me end it up, you know, in one for the road. Uh-huh. You know, in Ramadan, in the olden days, we couldn't get happy with the Quran. Uh-huh. We were in South Africa. In Durban, we used to bring, I think, from Cape Town, and mashallah, the Bufaz from Cape Town is to come to our rescue. Uh-huh. Allah Ta'ala the cover with Noor, Allah Ta'ala, the Asatizah, who taught the Quran, the love for the Quran is still being the brothers of Cape Town and sisters. 
Allah Pak give them Adri Azim and Alhamdulillah in a spread throughout South Africa. But in the olden days, Mughana, it was like a rare uh, privilege and honor, novelty to have a Hafiz of Quran, inshallah, reading the whole Quran. So one town or one place in a village, there was no Hafiz after. You know, like you get quite a few people who know a few surahs. See? So the person said, well, look, you're looking for Hafiz of Quran. And he was not Hafiz of Quran. He said, yes, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm Hafiz of Quran. I'm going to read the Salah. So, mashallah, people got happy. They started giving him gifts and everything. So one wise man said, see, but you know what? I heard you read Quran, but you never read Surah Yasin. Mm. Because he knew Surah Yasin. He said, kya baat You think you're a Hafiz of Quran and you read the whole Quran for us and we're giving you gifts? He says, no, the reason why I didn't read Surah Yasin, if I read Surah Yasin, all of you would have passed away. So that's why I included that Surah. (laughs) (laughs) We have excuses for everything. But anyway, said, I wish every ummati of mine. Yes, that's the next resolution, Mahara. My nasihat I end it here. That Allah Ta'ala give us profit that we buy heart Surah Yaseen. Rasulullah said, I love Surah Yaseen is the heart of the Quran. For whatever reason you read Surah Yaseen, Allah will grant it to you. So Rasulullah said, I love that Surah Yaseen be in the hearts of my ummah. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Ameen. Well, it's 10 o'clock uh, spot on. We say Jazakumullah khairan to our beloved senior, respect honorable Fadilatul Ustad. Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim Damud Barakatum. See you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program, As-Safina to Ilal Jannah. From myself and Brother Khan and all of you, have a beautiful evening. Remember, tomorrow morning, inshallah. Allahumma ahdina wa ahdibina wa ahdina sajami'a. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Tchau,